Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals to Hyatt, Zalara, Riviera Maya in Mexico and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information can i get a hold of iheart human resources i have a complaint to file about a fellow employee (laughs) file it right here we take the complaints deborah marcus bothering me with pictures of her dogs this morning i wanted to make you smile ken i wanted to put you in a good mood oh that's that was a really cute picture Thank you. Oh, I've lost you now. I thought <laughs> I thought Deborah and her two dogs looked. Great. Oh my God! You've really gone over to the dark side. I mean, they, they, it was model quality. The, the Suddenly, photo. you who hated social media picture posting selfie <laughs> idiots are now like, oh, cute dog. All right. It was a You're very not who cute. I complain. It was a very cute it, picture, it, Ken. It, it brought a smile to my face. That's why <laughs> I wanted to bring a smile to Ken's face because he's not on social media. It brought a groan as I told her, <laughs> like, oh my God. Seriously, he was seriously get a life. (laughs) And she has to do like Happy Wednesday or something like that. Oh, every cliche. All right. Well, people are still stuck. Uh, San Bernardino Bernardino County Mountain residents remained trapped in their homes. And of course, there was another round of snow overnight. Blake Trolley is coming on. He's covering this story for KFI News with the latest. Blake, how are you? Well, guys, these communities out here continue to get pounded. Of course, yesterday we shared those stories of people trapped inside their homes from the already insane snowstorms. Some people losing power, supply chain challenges as trucks remain at the bottom of the mountains. And those challenges just became more difficult as last night the mountains received a bunch more snow. Big Bear got 8 inches. Lake Arrowhead, 22 inches. Crestline, 27 inches of additional snow on top of those issues we've already been hearing about. We're now hearing that 
roofs are failing as they're being weighed down with heavy snow. That includes the roof. I heard you talking about this, John, of a grocery store in the mountains. Uh, officials say the snow is a huge setback to roads which have already been closed for some time. They say they're now anticipating more than a week for all roads in the area to open up. County Public Works Director Brendan Biggs says they are going to first focus on opening primary channels or primary roads, then work their way into more of those secondary uh, interior roads. The storm covered the entire mountain range from Wrightwood all the way over to Forest Falls uh, with this heavy amount of uh, snow that you see that's uh, too much for the local resources to keep up with. Um, so a lot of the, the primaries and secondaries and state highways were, were buried and uh, we're in the process of digging them out right now. Just to give you a little bit of context, the county has 500 miles of roads throughout the uh, mountain areas that we have to plow. Caltrans is another 173. It's a lot of roads to cover that are that need to be dug out when the snow is um, in normal conditions when it's falling you may have um, a few inches where you're using these plow trucks and graders to keep up with it once it gets to a certain depth it no longer can be plowed with those types of equipment you have to do a snow removal with these loaders where you're actually digging your way out and that's where we're at right now is to try to dig our way out so it's very slow going San Marino County Fire Chief Dan Muncy has likened the snow up in the mountains uh, to an earthquake and we always plan for the earthquake and we advise all of our citizens, all our residents across Southern California, be prepared for long-term events. And this is that case. We know that our residents have been shut in in some cases for a week. It could go on another, another seven to 10 days before we're able to get those roads plowed to those residents. But to specifically give you a time chamber, I'll turn it over to one of the county or Caltrans representatives that may be able to tell you without any additional snowfall, how long it will take. And again, they said, you know, judging by the fact that, uh, you know, it, without any snow, it could take up to two weeks. Let me ask you this. Well, wait a minute. Let me ask you this. Wait a minute. You ask wait, now we okay, sound like the reporters right. who are bothering the speaker. <laughs> Mr. Trolley, Mr. Trolley. I'm wait, call on me. Call on me. Come on, guys. You go well, first. All right. I'm going uh, to go with Ken because uh, he was polite. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thank you. That's they do not that, much though. of a comparison, but yeah. It's <laughs> an easy... That's an you easy. know, they bring in extra fire equipment to fight big fires. Why can't they just bring in all sorts of snow plows from all over the place and get this thing done? Well, and so that's the thing, guys. You know, I asked the county officials, do you feel like the state is, is you know responding to this uh, do you feel supported essentially is what i had asked uh during this press conference you know the state says it sent extra plows it says it's been coordinating with supply deliveries but i still have questions when i'm hearing seven to ten days for yeah. some people who are stuck in their homes roads to be cleared uh so i spoke with supervisor don rao about this uh you know a lot of these communities are in her district and i asked her that question about timing uh because when i first had asked about if the agencies feel you know if the state's support them uh, she was kind of back off the podium she didn't have a chance to answer that so here's a little bit of that discussion are you satisfied with what the state has done we didn't you know I, I, I didn't hear from you during the the press conference and I have to ask you that these are your communities I, I, I am frustrated with what um, appears to be the slowness of the response I think everybody would like it to be quicker um, and I, you know, when we talk about earthquakes and earthquake preparedness, this is a, a great example of how we should have extra food on our shelves and water for these types of emergencies. I, I would like it to be faster, but I understand that the state is doing what they can. Okay, gotcha. But back to that point, you know, we're hearing seven to 10 days. Are you satisfied with that number? I, 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 that's a long time for residents to be holed up in a house. 
So we'll do what we can to get additional equipment in, both from Caltrans and the State Office of Emergency Services, to get those residential roads plowed. You talk about the slow, the slowness of the state. You know frustrating you. Um, can you elaborate on that a little bit and, and how, how it's frustrated you? And then also the federal government, you know, we asked about federal resources as well. You know, our, our state partners, um, while they may not be as nimble as we want them to be and as quick to respond, they're accessible, um, they are sympathetic, and they are trying to help. So my frustration is not necessarily with them, but just rather the overall clunkiness of government and how how we respond in situations like this. I wish it could be faster. Would, the, would it speed up any if there was an actual state of emergency declared by the governor about this? I know Assemblyman Tom Lackey did call for that. N not necessarily. A lot of that is only for reimbursement purposes. So as you heard our chief executive officer, Leonard Hernandez, say, the board will now authorize in a special board meeting that will take place either later today or tomorrow, additional funds from the county general fund to be expended on this. The state's declaration will help us seek reimbursement for those funds. Okay, boy, that so many things frustrated me. My head's going to explode here. Um, <laughs> it's nice that all these officials are giving out their public service announcements to keep extra food on the shelf. But at the moment, there are people trapped in there for a week and maybe for another week and a half who don't have food or have very little food. So fat, wagging your finger and giving the public service announcement lecture is not going to work. Secondly, for all the taxes that everybody in San Bernardino County pays, shouldn't there be an immediate response? What is her going, well, you know, government is clunky? Well, it can't be clunky. It's an emergency situation, and an emergency doesn't mean you fill out a form and you get a reimbursement sooner. Emergency means that you actually have manpower and equipment showing up immediately to dig these people out. I'm looking at Twitter. There's a woman named Mimi Ryan who wrote, Gavin Newsom, we need you to deploy the National Guard to Crestline Lake Arrowhead and Twin Peaks. Please. Yeah. Roofs and decks. Roofs and decks. Let me just finish this line. Roofs and decks are collapsing. People are running out of food, medications, formula. Lots of people without power. People are trapped. Now, if, if what she's saying is true, because one of the weird things is we can't get any information about what really is going on on the inside. If that information is true, there should be swarms of emergency personnel, state and federal. Because they, they, and, these people are going to die. They're going to starve to death and freeze to death and die. And the medication's going to run out and they're going to die. I posted some video yesterday. I actually know somebody that lives up in that area pretty well, and she said she had it lit, left her house in five days. I posted the video to Twitter. If anybody wants to see this, it's at Blake Trolley KFI. Really good look at the conditions up there on the mountain. And, of course, I asked about the National Guard because that seems like the most obvious thing here uh, is where is the National Guard? So I asked CEO, uh, County CEO Leonard Hernandez about the National Guard uh, because, again, John, as you mentioned, it seems like it would be pretty helpful in this situation to have guard members uh, here and ready to go uh, okay so national guard resources i understand have been requested what has the state's response to that been so the state's response to our requests um, they are looking at available resources uh, there's two requests we have for manpower and for equipment so they're in the process of working on? what they have available to get to our local available. connections with cal fire and others so that we can get those requests in right now we're in the process of identifying exactly what we need as was mentioned we have a lot of resources deployed they've been deployed long before we we declared a state of emergency as our public works team comes together days before a storm event happens so at this point we're making we're wanting to make sure that we have the right resources that we can house them the manpower and we're lining all of that up right now in an instant command structure.
I think there's a lot of questions why they're not already there. We got a break. So just hang on. Uh, Blake Trolley up in uh, the San Bernardino Mountains in San Bernardino County where thousands of people are trapped. Uh, Tim Donnelly, uh, former uh, state assemblyman who lives up there, he's going to be on the show later, says there's nine feet of snow where he lives in Twin Peaks. Nine feet. And the roof of the grocery store collapsed, and so did the roof of the Ace Hardware in Crestline collapsed. All right, John and Ken, KFIA, AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. All right, well, we're talking about the people who are trapped in their homes up in the San Bernardino County mountain communities. Of course, not only did you get the big snowstorm last week, but there was uh, quite a bit more that dropped overnight, and some of these people have not been able to get out of their homes to get anything like essentials. I was thinking, why can't they drop, like, food packages uh, on, in front of homes and things like that? Well, don't drop it I, on the roof. It might crash in, but I, I, don't, I know. don't know. Th- I, this is such an unusual situation, and I'm obviously in Northern California. Uh, they, they get this kind of snow a lot, you know, up in Mammoth Mountain, big ski resorts, the Sierra Nevadas. There, there's, there's, That's probably they're ready with the equipment. Right, then, exactly. Because those are ski resorts. they got to get the roads open for people to come up and enjoy the snow. This area gets some snow. Big Bear yeah, gets the big most. Big Bear gets people to ski, right? Yeah, because right. Big Bear starts at 7,000 feet, and I think the top of their mountains are nine to 11,000 feet. Lake Arrowhead is only 5,500 feet in the surrounding area. So it doesn't get that much snow. Uh, it gets some, and it depends on the year. Uh, I, I mean, we've been going up there. We've had a place up there for uh, 18 years, and we've been going up there for over 20, and I've never seen anything like this. I mean, this is just mind-boggling. And apparently it hasn't happened in anybody's memory. So, And it that, sure looks beautiful from our vantage point far away. You look up at the mountains there. Have you seen that? that people are oh, apparently stopping on yeah. freeways to take pictures because it, it, it's, it's gorgeous. quite dramatic. I, yeah. I want to go out and drive just to look at it. We got uh, Susan... Uh, stuck in Lake Arrowhead for a week now. Susan, you're on the John and Ken show. What's going on? I love you guys, by the way. We are stuck here at 5,600 feet, and we're at the very top uh, of Lake Arrowhead where we view the entire lake, and our road was just plowed yesterday. Uh, It took six days to get it plowed, and we have already another four feet on it. Oh, do you have enough food? Oh, we do. We do. We have been helping uh, neighbors, uh, people that are renting vacation homes with food because uh, they can't go anywhere. Um, You have power and such, right? Yes, we did lose power uh, this morning. uh, And some of our neighbors lost power yesterday. Uh, Part of Lake Arrowhead, like a big portion was out of power yesterday. I don't know if their power is back yet, uh, but there's a lot of people that are stuck up here. Uh, people, they can't even open their doors. So, you, I mean, you said you've lived there quite a while. Is it because there's just so much all at once that you guys haven't seen in a long time that they can't get everything plowed and get people uh, access? Listen, I grew up in New York. I've never seen anything like this. <laughs> uh, there is no access uh, in and out of Lake Arrowhead right now, it is completely shut down. Um, do you, are you aware of anybody in, in real trouble? Be, because, you know, so, some people I imagine, especially if they just came up for the weekend, uh, could be seriously out of food. I, there, there was one uh, woman yesterday, an older woman, who, uh, you know, her, her oxygen machine stopped because the power went off. And rescue workers were taking her from one shelter to the next. Because she needed to plug that, in her machine. That that kind of stuff. 
There has been a lot of that, and they do have, the fire department has, um, like, I think they're called snow cats, and they have been rescuing people and bringing them to our local hospital. Um, so that's been really great. But getting uh, to them, even when our main roads are not cleared, I mean, some of them are clear one lane. Uh, so if you try to go out on it, you may have to back up a couple of miles if there's an emergency vehicle uh, traveling. So <laughs> it is really bad. Um, and it's like a gridlock up here. And, and the people that have tried exiting ended up being stuck. They had four-wheel drive chains, had to abandon their car and walk back four or five miles. So, so nothing's working, not the four-wheel drive, not the chains? No. It is not working, and um, the the big cat that we had here yesterday cleaning our street was here for a couple of hours, uh, and it's all completely covered again. We have cars buried under snow where you cannot see there's a car there. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it is It is bad. Um, I, I I don't know what we're going to do, but I think it's going to take a while to clear all these roads. I know everybody, uh, there's a lot of people stuck that are wanting to go home uh, in all the communities up here. But the problem is, is that they are letting a few cars in at a time and a huge majority of them are getting stuck. They can't make it to their home. Uh, they, they have to park and walk, which means abandon the car on the middle of the road and walk. And that's creating more problems than anything because the plows can't get to the roads because it can't fit when there's abandoned cars. Yeah, and, and the area is all spread out. I mean, you have these little towns dotted in the mountains, but they, they, they're miles and miles from each other. I mean, to go from Lake Arrowhead to Big Bear is 25 miles. Yeah, it takes half an hour, but right now if you tried... Uh, you, you wouldn't make it. I mean, most of it is closed. There's a lot of people that are walking to stores. Some of the stores are closed, like in Crestline. Um, from what I've been reading on our local social media pages, that the roof is um, giving in <laughs> from the weight of the snow. So I heard they closed the store, and that serves a really large community there. Our other stores are open, but some of the employees can't get to the stores. But we do have, I mean, if you look at our local social media pages, people walking for miles to get food. So it's it's a problem. All right. Thank you very much for Thanks, talking Susan. to us. You're welcome. Thank you. Love you guys. All right. We're at 1-800-520-1534. Mountain people, John, they're calling in with uh, what they're enduring up there. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, man, look, <laughs> that's a tough crowd up there. Big, at big KFI story. country up there, too. We're about the only station that gets in clearly. All right, well, if we get any more that's worth passing along, we will take some more calls. Yeah, and, and if John... anybody's really in trouble, call us, and uh, maybe we can uh, broadcast what's happening to you, and maybe that will help. Yeah, Don't drop know. some food down your chimney, some water. Uh, yeah. <laughs> John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. John and Ken. Yeah, a reminder that the Moist Line is back day after tomorrow, so we are collecting calls. We're harvesting Moist Line calls through the iHeartRadio app. Use the microphone icon or call the toll-free number. One eight seven seven moist eighty six one eight seven seven six six four seven eight eight six. Not the number to use right now if you're stuck up in a mountain community and you want to talk about your ordeal with the heavy snows. And I say snows because another round 
came through last night having difficulty clearing the road so people can get access to supplies. That's 1-800-520-1534. One thing I want to say before we, we, we take the calls, uh, because we had Blake playing clips of interviewing some political hack up there. They had a news conference this morning. You can't just stand there and say, well, the government's really clunky here. You know, we, we, we've put in the call to ask for resources, and they're very uh, accessible, and they're listening. It's like, what is with all this doublespeak and gobbledygook? People have to get in snowplows and drive there and start clearing up the streets that much clip faster. He played when the guy was asked about getting the National Guard in, I couldn't believe that gobbledygook. That was just a bureaucrat. Well, you know, we have to make sure everything is in order and arranged and lined <laughs> up. And we have to, uh, what are you, we, honestly, that's what emergencies are about. Things have to go now. People need help now. How many? Take it all your ducks. In order. And what else is going on around the state that would be a bigger emergency than this happening? Nothing. In these mountain communities. I know it's snowed in other places, but as you said, apparently no. they clear those quicker. This, 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 is, this, is a weird, this is a weird freak. All right. That nobody has seen before. Uh, but but there, there's all kinds of emergency agencies. There's God knows there's all kinds of money that they have. They have hundreds of billions of dollars that they spend every year. They've got all kinds of bureaucrats. Uh, wh where is the National Guard? Why isn't this already done? Why does anybody have to ask? Why does anybody have to complain? Why isn't it automatic? What is the governor doing? You know, I'm not one of these guys that says, well, you know, the president has to visit the border and Pete Buttigieg has to visit the... That's the, right. Do some shit. Show up with a shovel. You're right. Yeah, but if, unless he wants to do work. But they've, they've got to do something. This is what a governor does. You, you, you call up the agencies and say and demand or you get fired that, you know, let's get 100 snowplows into uh, Big Bear and Lake Arrowhead now or 1,000, whatever it takes. Federal help. What, what, what does everybody do all day? God, I wanted to blow my top listening to that that drone. The woman who was the, the one of the supervisors. Where now, this, did they come from? And this is why you know some listeners complain. Why are you always ragging on government? Yeah, well, here you go. Well, I'm always going to rag on government because government stinks and it's filled with a lot of lazy, uh, just lazy asses. Right. Just, just, just lumps. All right. Let's uh, get to uh, Barbara in Crestline. Barbara, how are you? Hey, I love what you just said because it could not be more true. We have seen nothing, nothing up here. Uh, my street has been done one time. And, and hello? Yeah, I'm, I'm listening. And, and it probably okay. snowed one, over one after time. it was done. Wait, wait. One time they came in and did the street that was four days ago oh. days ago we have had not complaining because you know we do live in the mountains so we do know we have to expect snow however nothing like this i literally the snow my patio is five feet high then covered twice that i've had to get out there and sell off All right, Barbara, the Barbara, 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 Yeah, the you, cell is fading there. Yeah, Barbara, you keep cutting out, but we, we got we got the idea. Thanks very much for calling. Snow is blocking the signals. Uh, let's let's go to Bernard. You're on the John and Ken show, Bernard. Hey, 
Good afternoon, gents. I'm up in Big Bear. What's going on? We've got we got about five foot drift in front of my door. Uh, you couldn't be more correct about Don Rowe. The fact is, though, we've got more Airbnbs where our people have moved out. So we don't have neighbors helping neighbors as well as we used to. And we're not that hardy community we, that we used to have. We don't see snow plows. We just had a 40% increase in our utilities up here that went to the city. They have licensed more Airbnbs than, than we have generally voters. Now, the city wants to go ahead and take that money, but they don't want to provide us service. They don't want to get up there. We've already had a fatality on this mountain because of arrogant driving that, that, that affected someone helping their neighbor with what two locals we have left. Are you aware of anybody in trouble right now that, that needs some? Uh, I've got, uh, we know two people right now that we're going to help out uh, in a matter of probably about an hour. But we've got to dig out of our own place to get there. And then by the time the city takes the berms of the snow and leaves them in front of our driveway, that boxes us in, too. So the road may be open. We can't get out. Right. We so when the plow goes by, to... it leaves a big pile blocking your driveway. Right. And then we're digging it out. And now there's no place to put the snow. It's, it, we're completely piled up. Ten-foot berms everywhere. Wow. Uh, Our city has the resources. We used to have the people with snowblowers, all our neighbors. It was a community that was neighbors helping neighbors. Now we have so few neighbors because of the Airbnbs and the onslaught of foreign investment coming on this mountain that we don't have services. Foreign investment and they want in what to talk way? About, we don't have, well, right now we don't have snowplows. We don't have the, the, the manpower to get it. Our city manager makes more than the governor up here. And well, that's a crime. He's, a, he's useless. Yeah, Absolutely useless. All right. And listen, Bernard, thanks very much for the call. Uh, we got Beth. You're on the John and Ken show. Go ahead. What's going on? There? Hi. Where, where are you? Okay. I live in between Crestline and Twin Peaks called Arrowhead Highlands. And we have no plows. I mean, I'm right near Lake Gregory Drive and Highway 18, and it's about 300 feet for me to get to Lake Gregory Drive, but there's nine feet of snow on the ground. I'm 65. My husband's 74, and we can't shovel that kind of snow. And to top it off, we're on an unpaved road, and normally, 100% of the time, the county doesn't plow our road. So I want to know if they're going to do that this time. Are they going to leave the people with unpaved roads hanging? How much? You know? uh, do, do you have enough uh, food? Do you have power? Well, no, we don't have power. And um, it went out for us. It went out this morning at 5 o'clock. And we've already been closed in for five days. And if we have to wait seven to ten more days, Wes, we will run out of medicine and we will run out of food. Are you getting? And, and are, are you getting? I wanted to say some, what? No, go ahead. Sorry. Okay, Shannon mentioned on her show that she said that people live up here; they should be used to it, um, and there's hardly anybody up here. I just wanted to correct that to say that we are used to snow, but not eight and nine-foot drifts, okay? And 
there when they had the fires 20 years ago, the media put out there was 9,000 cars a day that would go up and down Highway 18 for the 40,000 residents in Crestline. So there's a lot more than a couple hundred stuck up here. All right. Beth, thanks very much for the call. All right. All right. Well, there are some reports from people up in the mountain communities affected by the heavy snows that have pummeled the region. And uh, some of them are heavy. Like we said, some, some report that CHP said it could be a, a week uh, before they have things really open up there, even though I think we're seeing the last of the precipitation for a while. I'm looking at this. Uh, I mean, you talk about survival. Do you see this story about Marley? No. no. Marley? Deborah Mark Marley? No. Uh, Sounds like a couple- dog. It is a dog. A couple of weeks ago, the family was out driving and the car slipped on some black ice and crashed. And the dog jumped out the back window and was gone for 17 days, <gasps> but has been returned. Yay. Oh. They actually had to go catch it. They finally saw it. It looks like it was eating food. People were leaving food on their back porches and the dog was munching on the food for a bit. Oh, poor baby. Oh, that that's like a, a good news Some sort story, of a boxer though. mixed dog. 17 days. 17 days. It's impressive. All right, we got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Steve Gregory from KFI News will be along after 2 o'clock to talk about that story that the Los Angeles Police Department Union is actually proposing a list of 911 calls that come in that they shouldn't respond to. Uh, But all this talk, of course, now for years about to fund the police and uh, the police go and they're armed and they start killing people, which is, of course, incredibly exaggerated. But... They decided, all right, we'll come up with a list of certain types of calls that we don't think there should be an armed police response to. And Steve will bring us the latest on that coming up after the news at 2 o'clock. And as John mentioned, Tim Donnelly, who was in the state assembly, and of course, oh, he ran for governor, remember? Ran for governor, yeah. He's going to be on the show after 3 because he lives up in the mountain communities affected by this uh, heavy snowfall, which has got people locked into their homes. Now it's time for your... Garcetti update. And it seems like an hour after we talked about this yesterday, the El Segundo Times read an update. Some reporter I've never seen before, Nolan McCaskill. But the headline writer said, Eric Garcetti's stalled nomination to ambassador's post sees slight progress. And I noticed the hedge word in there, slight. So I'm wondering, what exactly is this progress? Well, A Republican Senator, Susan Collins of Maine, had a meeting with Mayor Garcetti and, quote, I was impressed with his knowledge of India. (laughs) This old fool who's been in the Senate too long is considered one of these uh, fence-sitting Republicans. She's batty like Feinstein. 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 Uh, She's considered, I guess, by the writer to be a swing vote. So because she said something positive, I guess that's the slight. Uh, Uh yeah, that's uh, the most progress they're talking uh, about. That because he had no Republicans, and maybe he's got one here. I don't know. That, what was her quote that she thought the standard of should have known was a little too harsh, a little too uh, high? Because what? because uh, what uh, what the investigation has shown that Chuck Grassley, the Iowa Republican senator. Uh, found was that Garcetti knew or should have known about Rick Jacobs and all the sexual antics that were going on. Well, he found, quote, extremely unlikely Garcetti didn't know. Right. That's a little different than a hedge word there. Yeah. 
But she seized on the phrase should have known. Oh, you're right. I don't and, think that should have known is a fair standard to use. So I haven't made a final decision, but I was impressed. Well, we didn't know the reports that Garcetti might go to Ukraine, which was bizarre. But he's been in Washington, D.C. He's walking the hallways. He's trying to meet with anybody that'll meet with him from the Senate. He's begging. To make his case. Oh, he's begging. He's begging. Because he's sad. He's been out of office now for months. He's got nothing to do. He has, and he looks depressed. He has no job right now. He has no prospects for a job. And he needs this in order to take another step down the line in government. He's never going to serve locally again. He's never going to serve in the state again. So where's he going to go? He's got to become a bureaucrat. He's got to get in some agency. Now, and, the and insiders you, at Politico did a story, too, that ran this morning. Marianne Levine and Christopher uh, Catalago have done a story headlined, Almost Out of La La Land, Garcetti Nam Hits a Make or Break Moment. This one is not as positive, I would say, as the El Segundo Times story, because they're rooting for him. Well, the, 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 yeah, I know. El Segundo Times is rooting. So they grabbed at the thinnest thread possible. One senator who had a discussion with him, and he seemed to know a lot about India, but she hasn't really made up her mind yet. And maybe the standard is a little too high, should have known. They say that he'll probably get through another vote in the Foreign Relations Committee, but the fate on the full floor of the Senate is unknown, and apparently the majority leader, Chuck Schumer, was kind of like shrugging his shoulders. I don't know. We'll see. It's kind of a we'll see thing. Now, usually a guy like that, if he cares, he probably doesn't care. <laughs> well, he's probably sick of hearing about it. He's out there wrangling for the votes and finding out what's really going on. It's a year and nine months. How many times do you want to be asked about Garcetti going to India? Really, why, why would anybody care? Uh, they, well, they, there's one fool, and I've been reading his name now for a year, Christopher Murphy of Connecticut. I don't know why he cares. Senator. I think we have the vote. I think he has the votes. I think the senators that use all of their rights to delay the nomination, but my sense is he's going to get confirmed. He's but the only one I've seen. He's the only one I've seen that seems to be a cheerleader for Garcetti. Did they hire him? Did, the, did the mom Who and knows? pop uh, give money to his campaign? Or? Yeah, maybe there was a Why big donation Why is he out there the such campaign? a cheerleader for, for Garcetti? It's bizarre. Um, I, I, oh, what we found out again this week was that... Uh, uh, his nomination was put on hold by Marco Rubio. That means it's for now on hold, but it could come right back next time they meet the committee. So it yeah. could be next week, maybe. I don't know when. But Going back to Susan Collins, I also noticed in her quotes, she said, I still want to review Senator Grassley's report. Which means she hasn't read it? That is a damning report. Yeah, you you can't read. It's a fellow Republican. I mean, sometimes they write off the other party's reports. Yeah, but you can't read uh, Senator Grassley's report and not go, oh, God, that's that's disgusting. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, she, she's she's half of the bag. Uh, she's yeah. been there too long. They've all been uh, there too long. Politico says he has spent considerable sums of money on lobbyists to rally support for his cause. Wow. He just has he really has no shame. Like, he cannot be embarrassed. I, re I realized that as, over the years, as we were recovering all his nonsense, he cannot be embarrassed. He's, he's missing something in his head. He is very clueless, but I think, and as I said before, it often can lead to meltdowns, and we've heard about some private ones. Well, like, remember when, when he wasn't wearing um, a mask at the uh, football game, but he said he was holding his breath? Right. Now, nobody in their right mind would give an answer like that. Nobody. But he just did it, and then he looks as if, yeah, that's a real answer. 
I'm not insane. And again, the reason this is a difficult situation for Democrats in the Senate is because this is kind of their Me Too issue. Yeah, it's been more important to them, all this idea of sexually harassing people in higher positions, sexually harassing uh, the people below them in offices and in, in workplaces. And and that's the accusation here. So it's like they've had a tough time dealing with this because this uh, this particular issue hits home. It's interesting that some Republicans are worked up about this, even though that's not usually a top priority issue like, for all the right. party. Here's the, here's the kind of trouble he has. There's a Senator Mark Kelly. Democrat in Arizona. He just got reelected. He said he's read Grassley's report and re remains concerned about Garcetti and oh. hasn't even spoken to the White House about it. And he has rejected Democratic power brokers' attempts to influence his decision. So if somebody calls him to say, hey, we want you to get on board with Garcetti, he hangs up. Uh, Kelly is not expected to support the nomination. A lot of uh, some other Democrats declined to say whether they where they stood. Everyone says they're researching the matter. There's a senator from Maryland, Ben Cardin, for example. Uh, yeah, well, two Democrats told uh, Politico, uh, Maisie Hirono of Hawaii and Tammy Duckworth of Illinois, that they will support Garcetti. I mean, again, it's a tight fit in the Senate. It's 51-49 Democrat, but John Fetterman's on the sidelines. So it's 50-49, so they need all the Democrats. They they need all of them, so that's why it's critical that whoever they speak to is... So if Mark Kelly is an absolute no, right there, it's blown. Unless right. Susan Collins flips the other way and that there's nobody else. And I think there are others, but they just don't want to get involved. They don't want to talk about it. All right, when we come back, Steve Gregory will join us from KFI News with an inside look at this story that the LAPD union is looking. They have their own list of 911 calls that they don't believe their officers need to respond to anymore. They could be transferred to other agencies. We'll talk about that. John and Ken, KFI, AM 640 Live, everywhere the iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark Live in the 24-hour KFI Newsroom. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. 
Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America. And enjoy a selection of exclusive non-stop vacation flights. Turn on Easy Mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started.